Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, trends in workspace reflect new ways of thinking about work. If you suddenly associate work as a good experience, you're not gonna dread Monday morning at 8 a.m. The nature of what it means to go to work is changing rapidly. Our next guest, Adam Siegel, is co-founder and CEO of Cove, very much the middle of this emerging trend. Adam, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, excited to be here. Well, I'm glad to have you. Cove is uh, doing some really interesting and important things here, helping people go to work without going to an office. Why don't we start with this? What exactly does Cove do that's different from, you know, me just going to my office? A really in, a good question, something that's coming around, that's really progressed since the advent of technology, where suddenly people are working from home in staggering numbers, organizations are encouraging it, and, and more importantly, employees are wanting it. But suddenly when you work from home, you no longer have coworkers in the sense that you have other people to talk to. And so Cove came out from a personal need of going and working from non-traditional environments like coffee shops, but not really having the right type of environment to be productive. So Cove is really fulfilling the need of localized work, making it really local, but also giving you the ability to be around other people in a professional setting that's really accessible and close to home. It's interesting, in your answer, you touched on the social aspects yeah. going to the office. I don't think that people really focus on that a lot, do they? No, because if you think about it, we spend the average person, I may spend more, but the average person may spend eight hours at work. I only it's, wish I spent eight hours at work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's a morning. Yeah, um, right. But the, uh, so you spend eight hours and, you're, and that's your moment of interaction. You know, that's really the majority of your week. And so if you suddenly take that out and you took that into isolation time, so you're literally working from your laptop at home, you need that literally, we're, we're social creatures by nature. You know, we interact, we talk, we have relationships, all of it. But suddenly if you're alone, you need to seek that somewhere else. And if you're filling a gap of 40 to 50 hours, that's a big need. So in a lot of ways, Cove, while we provide space and we provide access to all of our tools, really what we're providing is a place for other people to come together and work around. Now, you can go to a Starbucks, but in my experience, you go to Starbucks and you're working there, you, you don't know who you're sitting next to and you don't know whether they wanna talk with you and it gets kind of creepy real fast sometimes. How does it actually work in a community like a, like a Cove? If I turn up, why is it different from going to Starbucks? Yeah, no, I think Starbucks has fulfilled an incredible need that's popped up in the market. And I was a, a big user of Starbucks from that perspective. I'm not a big coffee drinker, but I became one in order to work there, quite literally. Um, but it's really not an environment that's attuned to working, taking calls, being productive. Um, it's an environment that's very retail in nature. The difference is with Cove is it's actually, we're next to Starbucks, quite literally. Our new location in DuPont is half a block away from Starbucks, but you're gonna come in and have an environment. You're gonna walk right in off the street and you're gonna have an environment that feels the similar social buzz of a Starbucks without the sounds of a barista, without the components that make Starbucks quote unquote unproductive. So we're actually gonna give you an environment that has that social, that fills that social need with also the benefit of the people around you being your neighbors. And through our app, you actually can read about everyone you're sitting around. And most people in today's age, they make themselves public because generally they want to interact and meet people. So you can always put your head down. We have different types of sections, whether it's a quiet car, quite literally like a, a Amtrak, not to use Amtrak as the brand itself. But then there's also the social section, which has light music and the ability to talk. So we're divided up into behaviors with also a lot of call boxes so people can pop in. I say call boxes, it's the modern equivalent of a phone booth. It's literally a room, a small room that has a port into your computer and that's it. 
You can either be on your cell phone, or you're going to take a Skype or a Google Hangout or a Zoom, but it's going to give you the space to do that in your own private way. So we've divided the space into behavior based off the behavior of work and individuals. So using technology and social networking tools, people are able to self-identify. That sounds really cool. But it also raises, maybe I'm just old school being a baby boomer, are businesses like yours really further blurring the line between work and, and play? Yeah, it's a really good question. And in, in a lot of ways, is that a bad thing? It feels like a really good thing if you actually consider work closer. If you suddenly associate work as a good experience, you're not going to dread Monday morning at 8 a.m. And so if you start to think about it, you know, it's a part of my day. It's a, almost becomes a, a part of your lifestyle. Coming to Cove, we want it to be, hey, I'm going to pop into Cove, be incredibly productive for three hours and then go about my business. Maybe I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to pop into the local cafe. But if you start to think about it in terms of part of your day, as opposed to this dreaded thing where I commute two hours, then I think it really does work can start to become more of an experience, more of a lifestyle part of your lifestyle as opposed to this dreaded thing. It sounds to me though, um, and I agree with that, and that's the way I kind of work, um, but it, it does require a lot more internal discipline, I think. You know, one of the things about going to an office is, uh, particularly if people didn't have easy internet access to cruise the web, <laughs> is you come to work, you work, and then you leave and you, you, know, you don't work anymore. This whole phenomenon, doesn't it require a new kind of attitude towards work and more self-direction? I think that's I think that's very accurate. I think that the pendulum has swung in a way where we're still getting used to technology as a modern society and having the ability to have literally your your office or computer in your pocket like a smartphone is changing our accessibility with work and be able to do work. I think as we start to realize that it can be a part of our life in a way that it doesn't take over our life. And hopefully Cove or what we're doing helps fit into that mm. in the sense that we're going to give you a place to go to do that work so then you can continue on with the rest of the day. Irrespective, if you have your computer, your office in your pocket, you're going to associate it with certain parts of your day. Yeah, I find that what I do is I actually will schedule white space time. Mm. Otherwise, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's very hard to get disconnected. When I go to the gym, for me, that's my time where I turn off technology um, purely because we don't think in terms of that either. We think in terms of, of course, you're always connected. You always want to be connected, but that, that white space time is incredibly important. So give me an example or two of how in your community, you say that people want to associate. How is it different? How do people self-organize? Have you seen some surprising things? Yeah, it's been it's been great. It, so people ask, you know, who goes to Cove or what types of people? It's incredibly neighborhood specific. And what I mean by that is literally we're pulling from a 10 block radius is the majority of each location. Although you can go to any location, and most people do, over 80% of people visit multiple locations. Uh, in terms of self-identifying with other people, they're all in your neighborhood. They're, they're your neighbors. So, for example, while I live in an apartment building, I have literally never met anyone I live with or live around. And for whatever reason, my social behavior is my head is down and I don't want to interact. But suddenly when you get people a place where it's localized, it's in their neighborhood, they're going to actually start to talk to those people. You see people having conversations, learning about each other from the from the social network component, but around either where they're from, so association, associating based on nationalities or cultures, and even new parents. So things that are actually very lifestyle-oriented that are as far away from work as you can possibly imagine. But then at the same time, there are people that the writers will come together, and there's literally like a writing group once a week at one of the locations, and that's, that's mainly self-organized, and then we support it in the way of, oh, great, there's a self-identified group. We'll support it with food and other other events to make it more formalized, but it really bubbles up from actual people. 
Well, it's been a lot of fun getting a chance to talk to you today, Adam, and, and good luck with Cove. It uh, sounds like a really interesting approach to the modern workforce. Great. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to What's Working in Washington. A special thanks to our sponsor, Eagle Bank. How do you get to be number one in the D.C. area? Eagle Bank did it by putting relationships first. They're flexible, involved, responsive, strong, and trusted. Eagle Bank's goal is your success. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan. Our online writer is Barbara Ulrich. Music provided by two D.C. region bands, Two Car Living Room, and The Sunbathers. And let us know who you think we should be talking to on the show. Tweet us at at What's Working DC. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening.